listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Try to drop another one. You was itching to scrap. You exposed your ghost rider. Now you wish it was scrap. Heard your pussy on yuck. I guess you needed the pap. What type of bum bitch? Shoot a friend over a rat. What type of mother leave a one son over a stack? Little boogie base down basic bitch thinking she back. Back to back. Oh, you mean back to whack? Back to back. Me and Dreesy laughed at that. Hey, welcome to the Black Altus podcast with your host rod and karen that's right i've done three different podcasts with three different hosts today mm-hmm. uh, so you had to remember who you're talking to i always <laughs> had to, almost had to think like am i saying the right things it was coming out of my mouth um and also we have a very special guest mm-hmm. uh, you guys may remember him from a couple of weeks ago on the podcast but it's my man jeremy from the crown of college podcast uh on twitter at black underscore dante uh what's going on man Hey, what's going on, Rob? What's going on, Queen Karen? Glad you can hey, make man. it, man. Appreciate you uh, coming yeah. through. Me too. Low-key low, low mad at Rod that I had to read those lyrics because I'm in Rima High, but, you know, we all must make sacrifices. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's, whatever, it's whatever we need. I almost gave you the sheath of lyrics, but I said, no, let's uh let's mix it up a little bit, okay? Um, All right, so this is, of course, the show where we recap The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm um so it's that walking dead wednesday we bake um and of course you can find uh this show the blackout tips on itunes and stitcher and podomatic and all those places mm-hmm. uh leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air it's that simple um now of course uh jeremy's podcast is uh also on twitter i mean on uh, itunes and stitcher yes, just search uh cspn the cspn network is uh what he's a part of and they got a whole bunch of good podcasts on there They're doing a lot of great things over there a lot of you people love chels on oh, we had her on a couple of weeks ago um and she's on the same network yep, mm-hmm. cj mail cj uh i don't know if cj's still there but mail um mm-hmm. uh i know uh yeah uh, cj off protection because you know she got a license to care yeah well you know how she is i mean she's very violent ah! if you're you know and very light skinned. Mm-hmm. She's on uh yeah. on Twitter just shooting ashy niggas left and right. Come on. Um and then of course you got Sarone. So I mean it's a lot of people over there. So mm-hmm. go check out yes, the whole now, network. For everybody that comes over there now, me and Sarone ain't related, but we from the same area, so that's why we sound the same. Yeah, and your uh your ah! your co host is also uh Dan Dan Trace Omi on Twitter, right? Mm-mm, Dan Chrism. Dan Chrism, okay, my bad. Yeah, Dan Chrism is also the co-host over there. So, um, man, I got my dance confused, but yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's a small world. It's a small world, everybody. Um, but yeah, so I mean, uh, he listens to the show too, and I uh, tweet with him back and forth sometimes too. We gotta get him on eventually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Um, first of all, uh, you know, when we talk about uh walking dead what's up Ken? yeah i about to say the difference between you and sarome is that when we have sarome on we have crickets in the background so you know we we don't have the outside so that's how they can tell the difference mm-hmm. <laughs> well i mean we i mean like okay so like sarome is from america's georgia and that it is as, as country as it sounds and my hometown is literally 30 minutes we're really 25 minutes away and it's called Montezuma, Georgia. And Ooh. the difference is Sarone has crickets, 
but see, we have like, like dragonflies and shit. So Not I get, um, like the reason, the only reason y'all don't see them is because I moved to Atlanta. But like, if I was still back home, you would see like a dragonfly, maybe like a hog, like flying in the background or some shit. So ah! you know, it's it's why we had to get out of there. It's, it's really nothing down there. So mm-hmm. nothing but wildlife sounds like. Nah, nothing but light poles and pine trees. Nothing, nothing but light poles and pine trees. <laughs> um, so, uh, we are sponsored today, which I forgot to mention. Okay, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And we are sponsored by Shadow Doll Productions. Um, we have two albums out with them. Um, you guys, uh, should have heard of them, but if you haven't, you can check out Sunspot and Other Ratchetness. Uh, go listen to it. Um, you can buy it on Amazon and, uh, iTunes, but you can also listen to it on Spotify. And, uh, I don't know if it's on title, but you can just, uh, search for it, Sunspot and Other Ratchetness and, uh, listen to us do some voice acting, man. Um, um we should have another album coming out very soon mm-hmm. uh so uh hopefully you guys will enjoy that we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that we do um all right let's see uh you know before we get into it i feel like we have to have to pay the cost to be the boss guys time to do a little fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that you hate to play and we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe, we find different articles make us feel fucked with, and we score them from 0 to 100, animals of 25, for how much they make us feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, um, everybody. Mmm, shocking. <laughs> Everybody's back, guys. Everybody. Uh, the 911 dispatcher in the Tamir Rice case mm-hmm. uh, has been punished. Remember, she was the one who um, um, said that it was a guy pointing a gun at people, um, and the police went off of that information when they rolled up on the park and killed a 12-year-old black boy. Uh, you want to know what the punishment was, Karen? You, you got any guess? No, I. You know what? You I didn't know. even know that. Like, like, like what you said about the, uh, about the 911 person, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I just, you know, and honestly, I didn't even see the video. I just heard about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, she got paid suspension. Eight days. Eight days paid suspension? Eight days suspension. With pay? Um, just that suspension. So. I'm assuming that's with pay then. Normally, if you go, if you don't get paid, you go. You tell people it's without pay. Not fired. Not jail. They make a use up PTO time. Yep. Uh, so she basically got to go home and watch Netflix. Yep. Suspension. The same thing you get for getting in a fight at school. Ah. Yep. Um, if you've ever um uh done something bad on a bus um yeah suspension if you're an an, an nba player with too many technical fouls suspension mm-hmm. at least they got to pay fine she ain't even a fine yep uh parents are very upset uh with a oh wait zero to 100 karen oh 100 
right, all right, Jeremy. Um, I'm gonna give that a smooth 100. All right, I will round out the crew and say 100. As a uh, eight days, somebody's life is gone. You gave horrible, misleading information that aided in in that, and uh, so you got a week in the day. Yep. Uh, parents. What, are, what about the kids in Wisconsin? What about the kids in Wisconsin? Honey, what about them kids? What about the snow in Chicago? Come on. Hmm. Pa- parents. What about the cheese on the table? It is spoiled and rotten, <laughs> and it is a problem in this um, in this American society. Yeah, I'm I'm still fucking. What about with, the fondue? What is we gonna do? <laughs> I'm still fucked with the starting this show because there was some woman I had never heard of this morning who called Van Jones a, a house nigga. Um, oh. How do we get but she's a liberal yeah. she's a liberal woman that's on our side karen mm-hmm. okay no you're not she's no ma'am yeah she's an ally no which, ma'am you know i say ally all lies yeah. all lies matter <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how i mean don't, don't all allies matter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know, all... This week, you know what you know what this these like last weeks with the um excuse me if i mess up her name but is it is it Chimamanda, oh, Chimamanda, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With her and like all this talk about allies, it it does seem like it's been one long fucking with, fucking with, <laughs> fucking um, with allies. Not even yeah. fucking with black people, but fucking with allies. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, look, it's funny because it, it, it mirrors some of the same things, like behavior wise, where all these she's like, no, the way I used the term, it was fine, because she was like why is van jones playing the house nigger and and uh like she thought she was doing it out of some sort of like i'm defending van jones by saying they're making him be a house nigger and it's like first of all you're not even using the term correct no you're not ma'am because if you say why is a black person playing the house nigger uh what everybody hears that is black is that you're accusing them of being a house nigger by 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 being like not being forced to be one but just literally uh doing some uncle tom type shit um so you're not you're not reaching your core base and then when people say hey this is offensive and maybe as a white woman stay away from calling any black people nigger or using that word at all in your activism because she has activist activists under her um profile and shit she's like no black people let me tell you how it what it really means and (laughs) and and i when I saw it this morning, not to cut y'all right, when I saw mm-hmm. it this morning, I clicked on her um, profile and saw that activism shit, and it was like, it was like those people that had, like, the airplane emojis in their bio and, like, the booking information, like, I'm an entrepreneur and also a chef, and right. also, I raise puppies, and also, I work at DeVry, like... And I can sell your mixtape. Yeah, she was, like, uh, <laughs> was talking like, about how she knows john lewis and i was like yeah that shit doesn't matter at all no it does not like i don't know like if you john don't and she tagged him too i was like john lewis don't want to see you pulling him out as your negro pokemon to defend you against the fact that you call somebody a house nigga I bet, John, I bet John Lewis. I bet John Lewis looking at her like uh, Snoop Dogg probably looking at Bow Wow right now. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah both ah, both ah, them niggas in trouble. Uh oh. We keeping it real. That's that. That's on. Um, that, that neither one of them is escaping that. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But yeah. So <laughs> I was just like, yeah. yeah. Oh, we don't cover that another day. I don't know what happened. We can cover it today. Okay. Um, but After I was. This, go ahead. 
i was just like yeah um i already fucked with just logging on to crowdcast looking at this woman like i can't like she tweeted me so many times on some like no but it means this i was like no i'm black and i'm telling you it don't mean that like nah she replied to everybody dog like i saw her in your mentions i saw her in some other um and some other like um april that i that i follow i was like like literally just 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 a sea of of mayo and white tears just a sea Mm. of but no black people this is what i mean (laughs) right (sighs) well anyway there's a school where they're teaching kids about black history so that's good okay um it's already watered down but yeah okay yeah it's very watered down but they said let's water it back up okay no more watering down now water it up. let's get it all the way real for these Don't kids drown it. let's teach these kids the real reality of, of all the slavery and all the black history and stuff in america by having these fifth graders make posters for slave auctions that's what they taught them to do they said fifth graders make posters for a slave auction and put it on the wall You talking about like ten and eleven year olds? I'm talking about fifth graders. That's about the age that you are in the fifth grade. You're about ten. Mm-hmm. Talking about fifth graders. Ten slash eleven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Talking about fifth graders, Karen. Fifth graders making posters. No. 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 Hell no. 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 I refuse. No. No. Yeah. And what did you do for children? Their parents have taught them about this shit, and they go, "I'm not doing that." Uh, well, apparently, because um, I guarantee you, is probably at least one woke child in there going, "No, I refuse to do this." <laughs> like somewhere, Jada Smith is shaking his head right now. Mm-hmm. Posters for the slave auction created by fifth graders have been removed from the wall of new jersey elementary school hallways after parents became outraged over the assignment Mm -hmm. the south orange school district is planning a community meeting to discuss whether the assignment is appropriate for fifth graders why we got why we gotta have fucking meeting about this don't do this (laughs) why we have to have have a meeting just say no don't do this bullshit ever 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 again in your motherfucking life the end so we have to have a meeting Mm-hmm. as to why this might be not only not not only too much for the kids at that age but maybe offensive and we have to have a meeting about that instead of just listening to the parents about hey don't do this shit no more and because it's brown people because i guarantee you y'all don't have no posters about children making about the holocaust Y'all, y'all, y'all don't put them posters up, do you? Hmm. You don't put no pro Hitler posters up. Talk about we trying to teach the kids about the Holocaust. You do that? Word. All but, right then. They definitely need to have a meeting. I don't know what y'all talking about, but uh, after Maybe you do this, after you do this, it's gonna definitely be a meeting. Like I feel like uh, <laughs> you might could get by on a meeting if y'all on not having a meeting if you didn't do it, but yeah the kind of school that does this i need a lot of meetings with people a lot of meetings with the parents a lot of need a lot of feedback in the loop uh y'all decision making not too strong i might need some people to get fired i might need you know i might need y'all to be a little more active in the community because uh whoever thought this was a good idea uh was definitely trying way too hard um 
yeah so they're planning a community meeting to discuss whether the assignment is appropriate for fifth grade the superintendent john ramos said in a note to parents that the project at south mountain elementary school is part of a larger colonial american unit that's been used for 10 years one poster listed the names of available slaves who included 12 year old Anne, described as a fine house girl um another puzzle says all slaves raised on the plantation of john carter and specifies that only cash is accepted ramos said the project should have been accompanied by an explanation you there wasn't an explanation in the first place i believe that i i, I really truly believe that I but be- how did what did they just copy and paste i believe that people are dumb you have a lot of people <clears throat> just keep this real that are over children that are not educated and diverse in history especially in the lower levels where you don't have somebody that i went to school to teach history quote unquote per se you know because in the lower levels normally you have one teacher all day long and that teacher basically has to teach you a little bit of everything and in my opinion when you have people that are uneducated in certain fields they don't know they don't do their research they don't study and and also it's underlying uh a lot of teachers predominantly white women are in this field a lot of them uh oh low-key have a lot of white supremacy be it consciously or subconsciously they have it and it's one of these things where they think doing this is going to quote unquote teach children and and it's not and you can't explain what you don't know guarantee you that's why there was no explanation because they don't know you 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 can't teach a child what you don't know um and it's very frustrating that uh we have to have a meeting about this because it makes no it it makes no sense to have a meeting about some shit that's actually wrong and you do know that you have children making this you do know this shit is real i can go a few hours to south carolina walk through a museum and see actual auction papers <laughs> you know like authentic auction papers where they have ages and all this shit like this is not a game like you're demeaning the black children and you don't think nothing's wrong with this Because it's insulting. No. Mm-mm. Um. One parent wrote, "Educating young students on the harsh realities of slavery is, of course, not the issue here. But the medium for said education is grossly insensitive and negligent. In a curriculum that lacks representation for students of color, it breaks my heart that these will be the images of young black and brown kids that they see of people of their skin color. Furthermore, it's completely lost on me how this project." will be an effective way to teach any student in the age group about american history it is responsibility of the community members to hold the board accountable for the future of our town's education uh oh my god <laughs> these 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 posters um they really drew the faces of the slaves on the posters like because you're dealing with children yeah that this reminds me of that um retreat they had where they put nooses around the, the kids and shit and then they was like we've been doing this for years and it's like well it needs to have been stopped for years like this like i don't care that this is your tradition like this shit is whack 
Yeah, they got wanted posters. Just because you did something and when people didn't think it was shitty, that doesn't mean it's still not shitty. Right. They got wanted posters, uh, dead or alive award, a million dollars. That kid needs to be, that's an F. Seventeen thirty-seven. They don't even know the price range. Seventeen thirty-seven. It was a no nigga worth a million dollars. What is wrong with you? Top dollar. You talking about two hundred dollars? That was top dollar. Wanted Mary Brown crime, stole food and money reward one hundred pounds or euros. I can't tell the difference. They look like backward ease to me. Ah! Somebody, (laughs) somebody with zero followers and zero following on Twitter told me that. I can't tell the difference between euros and pounds. And you know what? Concede, I, I will concede that. I don't know the difference. So we're just going to call everything both from now on until I can figure it out. Um, ah, ah. But yeah. So um, now it's weird because if this was done in New Jersey, why the fuck are they using euros or pounds? Uh, is it that accurate? They're like, yo, back in the day before American currency, they was using euros and pounds, not dollar signs. That kid should get an A. Um, so yeah. Um, that's pretty, pretty bad. Um, the teacher apologized for the project in his letter to the parents and the posters have since been removed from the walls. One of the anti-bias experts highlighted the fact that the schools all over the county often skip over the more painful aspects of American history and that we need to do a better job of acknowledging the uglier parts of our past so the children learn the full story, said in his letter. We completely understand how disturbing these images are and why parents were upset. This was exacerbated by the fact that the displays did not include an explanation of the assignment or its learning objectives. Yeah, that's number one. That's the main problem, to be honest, uh, even over drawing the posters, any of that shit. If you don't accompany it with a lesson, what the fuck are the kids learning? Right. You know what I mean? Like, draw these posters and we're done. Good job, everybody. Go outside and play. You know, like that that all makes no niggas, sense. What'd you say? All these niggas with no with no explanation. Yeah. Have fun, black kids. Y'all good good job everybody today. Um, so yeah, you definitely have to do that. Um but I definitely understand that uh I do want things like this taught in school, to be honest. Me too. I think too many schools yeah. skirt around this shit. Mm-hmm. I think too many people skirt around this shit. I think, and and this includes black people. A lot of people are ashamed. Right. They don't want to deal with the pain. They don't want to deal with the discomfort. Because the thing about slavery is that everybody runs away from it. The people that were victims run away from it. And the people that perpetrated the crime run away from it. Everybody run away from it. Nobody want to talk about it. Nobody want to bring it to the forefront because for everybody is pain. And this is why you have a lot of people, white people who go, well, I didn't got nothing to do with that. And then you have a lot of black people to go, well, that makes me feel bad. That makes me feel sad. You know, I, I am overwhelmed with all these feelings. But in order for this country to actually move forward and to move forward in a proper way. And in my opinion, and particularly to get rid of, in my opinion, a lot of the racism and racist shit that goes on, this has to be addressed. You know what I would like? Take the same, do a lesson actually, like explain it. Don't have the kids draw it. Like just give them like some laminated copies or something. Like give a pass out a copy of like, look, this is what this looked like. Like when I went to the uh, slave, uh, like one of the museums, the auction museum in Charleston, mm-hmm. like they take you to an exhibit and you see the papers. It's actually right. a lot more um, effective, and, and you know, like you like it's not 
it doesn't get queued up by using crayons to draw like it's just a real reality that you have to accept and you know um it's not that i think fifth graders can't handle this sort of stuff i think we need more of it in schools but the the crayons and drawings and uh and and, and no lesson plan just seems so stupid uh zero to a hundred karen Oh, that that is absolutely a hundred. And um, uh, to talk about what I was saying before, because I'm not even gonna lie, for a long time, and I think you kind of helped me view it a little bit differently. I was never quote unquote never ashamed of slavery or wanted to run away from slavery, but I realized that I was to an extent when it came to entertainment. You know, like about movies and shit like that, because I was like, why need to watch this shit? I know it would be, I know what happened to us. Like, I don't need to, uh, watch some shit that I know is painful and brutal. But what I've learned is that you know about slavery, but you know, it is a lot of rich history about slavery mm-hmm. that we don't know nothing about. What's wrong? What's wrong with your face? I thought I went off screen for some reason. Yeah, oh, I, I, went, I went off screen. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. i should be coming back sorry okay. it just randomly did that it just was like you want to reset your camera and it just did it in the middle of the show all right cool i'm back i don't know what that was no problem i looked at your face like something wrong. no i didn't even touch anything it just was like yo uh you turn your camera off turn it back on ah! anyway go ahead i'm sorry oh no problem um and so talking to you and and listening to you tim about the books and things that you've been reading about slavery i realized oh okay i know about it like this I know about slavery, but I don't know slavery, if that makes sense. A lot of people know about and know of in the abstract because most people living today with the exception of like people close to their hundred never really truly experienced slavery. And so I'm like, I know of it, but I was like, oh, it's a lot of shit out there that I need to educate myself on because the more you know, the more you learn about techniques you will see a parallel to the bullshit that happened today is the same parallel. This, I mean, the bullshit that happened years ago is the same techniques that are happening today. You have to be aware. But if you don't know the techniques, you're not aware. Well, Snoop Dogg is aware. Um, he, I'm assuming we all get that last one 100. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg apparently made a video uh, called Lavender in which he uh, makes a it makes it seem like he shoot the pre- shoots the president. I don't want to hurt you, but I just spurt you and send you back to the earth you came from. With so much drama in D.C., it's kind of hard being T.R.U.N. On Tuesday night, Rachel Maddow released info regarding Donald Trump's 2005 tax returns. And just hours later, at 7.02 Wednesday morning, we saw the president firing off a tweet to Snoop Dogg over the toy gunshots fired at a clown parody of the president in Snoop's Lavender video. We could analyze the failing career remark or the mentioning of President Obama in this tweet, but that's for another time. Many have spoken out with disapproval of the rapper's depiction of the president in the Jesse Wellens-directed music video. Snoop owes the president an apology, Michael Cohen, the president's personal lawyer, told TMZ Live on Tuesday. And Senator Marco Rubio said he thinks Snoop shouldn't have done that. Snoop's fellow rappers have been speaking out in support of the video, including Ice-T and Naughty by Nature's Tretch, who told TMZ... It was a confetti gun. Ain't nobody got shot. Confetti. 
they came out. It was artistic and cited Saturday Night Live and other parody examples. Now, Billboard has reached out to Snoop for comments, but what I want to know is what you guys think about it. No, we will not tell you what we think. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's wild. Uh, Bow Wow also responded to the video. Um, and also T.I. Yeah, yeah, T.I. responded. Uh, Bow Wow kind of went a bit overboard. Ayo, at real, shut your punk ass up. Talking shit about my uncle at Snoop Dogg before we pimp your wife and make her work for us. Oh, how do we get here? And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I do not care for that woman. But at the same time, you don't disrespect her. I mean, you know, now I'm not trying to, when I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 basically you're saying, hey, dog, we're gonna, we're gonna hold your wife out. Like, yeah. yeah um, I mean, there, there is, there is a line. To me, there's a line there. You know, I, I don't like yeah, the woman, it, it, but come on, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thankfully, I haven't seen anybody on my timeline defending, defending by a while because I, like, I saw when I was, um, coming home from work. I mean, traffic, because, you know, Atlanta traffic is trash as hell. But so it was kind of like, at least on my timeline, it was kind of like a really dog. Because, like, Karen said, like, I don't think anybody, like, likes Melania or whatever. But, like, nigga, you basically just said that you and Snoop going to prostitute, like, his wife. Like, the fuck? Like, that? that's, like... And, and somebody um I follow was saying this like men gotta stop like using women when they have issues with another man. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you got an issue with Trump, which let's keep it a book, who doesn't? <laughs> you know, at least if you're black, who doesn't? You know, or you know what you like Karen said, you may not even care for Melania, but she doesn't have anything to do with directly with your direct disdain for Trump. In what he and what he said about Snoop, you know what I mean? Because I mean, let I mean, it, it's from he said failing career, which I mean, come on, that come on, um, and all this shit and bringing President Obama into it, which he got such an obsession with President Obama, seriously. Like, but you know, it's but yeah, it's like dog, <laughs> like how how do you how do you have beef with Donald Trump, but you like how do you how do you go up against Donald Trump? And you still don't win. Like, like no black people are on your side and you going at Donald Trump. Like how only Bow Wow can, only Bow Wow can go up against Trump and he still don't win. It is, it is amazing. Stupid ass shad, man. Um, but yeah, it's that thing where, um, I talk about all the time where somebody can do something to you and you can say something back in retaliation and you can be totally justified, by the way and lose everybody because you just don't know when to stop you don't have any lever like any you don't have anything inside you that says this this is too far and if you don't have a line people really can't support you like there's people that are falling to the cult of personality or that stand type shit where they just support anything somebody does but a lot of times man there's people that will start with a good point go so far and then have everybody jump off ship and you have like the you know you'll have the uh contrarians and uh you know like the 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 people that are always trying to like justify some shit you'll have them people with you but for the most part people are like yeah dog you had a point about something donald trump said and then you took it to a 
whole new misogynistic level or whatever now it is two rappers that rap about pimping women and shit i don't know how seriously we should take them i don't think it's an actual threat that they will be pimping his wife um or anything but i just think in the social media age it's kind of sad to see how how some people just aren't with it like they just completely um and maybe they're maybe you know they figured it out maybe they're they're still able to make a living like that and shit but i don't know man it seems like some people are just so fucking obtuse man in in a world where where you should know more than ever now oh go ahead i'm sorry now when ti ti now ti cussed trump out on his instagram but like he didn't um uh, the difference is he didn't attack his wife like he didn't attack melania t i just cussed him out like that uncle that drunk a whole bottle of crown royal straight by himself yeah he says yeah. uh <laughs> at snoop dog is a fucking legend uh, you fucking tangerine tan muskrat scrotum skin lace front possum fur wig wearing alternative fact atomic dog diarrhea face ass man <laughs> leave our legends names out of your fucking old ass puppy piss smelling ass mouth and continue to focus on dividing minorities building barriers alienating immigrants and fucking this country up like you been doing hashtag you want to be a da- dictator hashtag presidential level fuck boy he concluded it's i don't funny. know why face ass man is the most funniest part of this shit. <laughs> well you don't know what's funny to me is ti is the same dude that said a woman can't be president so come on that's true. That's I mean, I haven't forgot that he's Ankh right, but that shit was funny. Yeah. Ankh right. Ah! It's like, I just remember him saying that shit and being like, is this nigga serious? And then we get Trump and he's like, oh, it was, for, oh, it was for real. It wasn't the time yeah, for. He also had that damn, um, um, Ankh right ass video about the, the, the feminization of the nigga. black man. And when he well, had that. His mentions questioning him about it. He skated smooth past that shit. Yeah, it was that woman, um, who's, he shared a video of her saying a bunch of really homophobic and, and, and sad shit. Um, yeah. all right. So, uh, that, that really wasn't fucking with black people. That was just kind of, I guess that's One y'all. Thing before we move on about that, by, mm-hmm. um, by while doing that, also like nigga you talking like you threw snoop name in some shit and i again i mean he is a rapper and i know his discography and shit you know the content of what snoop rap about but um i'm i'm not sure snoop want to be tagged in some shit talking about he gonna pimp out um trump's wife like i'm I'm, he don't i'm I'm, he on he on the show with ellen and you know, I mean, with Martha and they got that cooking show. I'm so sure he's trying to he, fuck up his money. You tagging him in some shit, some head ass shit like that. Like, yeah, he has that. Little Romeo would never. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's whatever, dog. Um, we'll we'll see on the next update, but it's all a distraction anyway. Come on. Um, yeah, I hear fussing with, I mean, I mean, uh, fussing with, uh, Snoop Dogg on, uh, Twitter and Instagram or wherever else you can and fuck around and, uh, Russia gonna turn around and gonna be like, you know what? This is Russia, bitch. Um, all right. Let's, uh, talk about what everybody really came here to talk about. The Walking Dead. that's right um 
this is the walking dead episode 13 of season seven um bury me here um and apparently got like the lowest ratings of uh the last four years which makes sense because i think those last two episodes were a huge like bottleneck almost like it just felt like you had momentum and then it was just like let's tell these smaller stories which is something they've been doing for three seasons now but i think people are growing kind of tired of that shit mm-hmm. and um you know i think people are still watching it but they're watching it on their dvrs and yep, stuff like that live. which uh still pretty big i mean 10 million viewers is a huge audience but you know this is a pretty big decline considering they had like what 16 million mm-hmm. at one point right so um a lot of people stop watching but some people like i said they still do but they don't watch live anymore yeah um and maybe they're hoping you know it can gain the momentum back or something anyway they uh yeah they they suffered a lot but let's go ahead and talk about this episode this episode was bury me here um and i would say the biggest thing is uh we get into the politics a little bit more of the kingdom and the uh exchanges between the saviors and things get a little intense and uh we do have the plot move forward uh in a couple ways here um and we get to see some character development with morgan and carol and even ezekiel so uh, i'll start with you first karen uh in general thumbs up thumbs down what'd you like about what do you think about this episode i enjoyed it i loved it you loved it all right what about you uh jeremy um in the beginning it was kind of dry for me but towards the end um i nigga it's lit mm. so overall i um maybe on like a scale of one to ten i give it like a eight okay or nine yeah i um i love this episode um the first time i watched it i thought it was okay to good like all right and it was definitely better than the last two weeks so yes. that was that was definitely to me like a uh a positive you know what i mean like maybe i'm giving it a boost because i didn't like the last two weeks of the show but uh it like i watched it the second time and i was really able to enjoy some of the more like the acting moments because it wasn't necessarily an episode where everything's so unpredictable you don't know what's coming it was more of an episode about execution because i've been calling some of these things for weeks at this point and it's, they started happening um mm-hmm. and and i think uh, a lot of times when you watch a lot of tv and you movies and shit you know i think most people that watch a lot of tv at some point you're just like i want to be surprised by everything but for me sometimes i appreciate just the execution and lenny james is such a great actor mm-hmm. that I, when i watched it the second time i was just like yo this dude he brings so much pathos to a character that i i don't think uh could just be brought to life by just anybody yep, and he is so much better than a comic book character yeah and they definitely depend on that because if you think about morgan's plot lines they don't give him a lot Mm-mm. you know what i mean if you think about it like he's never really dating anybody Mm-mm. he's uh you know like he it'll take weeks off between giving him more shit to do a lot of his stuff is like one minute discussions with another character and then that character goes and does the thing like mm-hmm this is the first time in a while they've kind of gotten back to his story and uh i actually enjoyed it and also he's a man of few words on this show so it's not even like when they follow him you would get him doing these, a bunch of long talking it's no, mostly action and and face acting and shit and then mm-hmm. blah out you know uh all right so we can break this down 
uh scene by scene and uh we'll you know get in where you fit in everybody okay um so this joint opened up actually with uh carol having uh what appeared to be a uh oh no no it actually opened up with the back of a truck and ezekiel and the and the uh kingdom are clearly going to another swap meet with the um with the saviors and at this time the cargo was only one single cantaloupe and then it goes straight to the to the to the opening credits like the theme music um before we even got to the episode karen what do you think that meant when you saw the one cantaloupe did they was it was going to get to the point where eventually they were going to be short. I stopped thinking about what Rick and them had told them. Mm-hmm. One day, something going to happen. You're not going to produce. You're going to be short, and it's going to be a problem. You're not always going to be able to produce. They was already hanging by leg because they were fattening the pigs up with, with walkers. Like, they were doing all types of shit to cut corners to make shit stretch in the first place. Okay. What do you think, Uh What do you think, Jeremy? Um, I thought maybe it uh, signified desperation, like they're getting low on uh, they getting low on supplies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like Karen said, like eventually that little piece you think you got with the saviors ain't gonna last because you don't know these niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking. I gotta step to the side. Right, I'll be right back, guys. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I was thinking they probably shouldn't have, you know, Ezekiel shouldn't have been sending out them eggplants over to Carol if he, uh, ah, he knew what didn't have any right. produce to spare. Um, but yeah, I thought the same thing that they were running out of produce. Mm-hmm. Or running low. Yeah, I just thought running out. I mean, cause obviously this deal is important and one definitely wasn't going to be enough. So I was like, that looks extremely light. What are they about to do? Cause the savior's not going to take one cantaloupe and be okay with it. Um, anyway we come back and carol awakens in the middle of the night uh she clearly had a nightmare she like lights her lamp um and and stars her lamp and stars uh sitting on the side of the bed and then she's like uh god damn it and uh gets up um and we don't know what her nightmare was about or anything but it's clearly she's not sleeping well which i wouldn't be surprised at this point if anybody wasn't sleeping well i mean it's fucking everybody got bodies on them and seen some horrible shit so i didn't know if it was just a ptsd kicking in because carol be having issues at times but mm-hmm. um she basically gets up um we cut to the morning in the kingdom and this all takes place in the same location basically but uh um uh, morgan is training ben's younger brother henry on how to use the bow staff and he's like why are we getting up so early and morgan's like you said you want to learn how to use the bow staff you say you want to be able to beat your brother up and he's like is that what you want to do he's like yeah and ben comes over and starts watching and he's like uh no, Mor- don't see him right and morgan says no you want to learn how to be like your brother and he was like yeah and he was like all right well let's start first let's get the feet straight because if the feet ain't and the kids like if the feet messed up everything messed up something like that <laughs> and morgan's like you're learning and you know i, I like a lot of people kind of shit on henry but i like henry because mm-hmm. you got to think every day that kid goes to bed Ezekiel comes in there and tells him a civil rights prayer come on and a story <laughs> like that kid's the future right there that's what yeah, we need he is. you know you probably drawing uh, what'd you say he gonna be woke yeah mm-hmm. he probably drawing uh auction posters and putting them on the wall 
Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet you he told them, told that little boy, "Black Lives Matter," right? Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Good job, Henry. <laughs> Go to bed. Um, Carol walks into town. Basically, um, she knocked the walker out on her walk into town, but she didn't kill it. She just knocked it down on the ground. It's still alive. Um, she also, uh, which once again, convenient zombie, right? Now it could be that Carol is the smartest person in the world, but felt like a convenient zombie. Like she hit it, it fell enough to be stuck where it was at, but not die. Um, and she left it alive. Uh, and then she found a tree to, uh, right outside of the kingdom where there was a bunch of walkers waiting at the gates trying to get in. And, uh, she took a, a sign from the road and got on top of the tree and stabbed the walkers in the head one by one then she got out the tree killed the last walker the morning uh the knights must come out every morning to clean off the wall mm-hmm. so when they came outside they were shocked that all the walkers walkers were dead already right and carol just walked right by them didn't even say hi really right she was like oh y'all getting coffee y'all your work is done right and ben was like how did you do uh that we was just going to clean the wall and carol's just like where's morgan and ben's uh was like i don't i don't know uh she was like uh let me go find morgan morgan's just in his room chilling she comes in there asks him why did jesus bring daryl and everyone to the kingdom so clearly that was the thing keeping her up at night she didn't believe daryl yep yeah like she, she knew that his Nothing. shit wasn't adding up he told her what he thought she needed to hear so mm-hmm. she could have peace right. but the truth of the matter is she's way too smart for that shit she knows right. he wouldn't be up there if something bad didn't happen right. and she started putting that shit together she was like you came the whole crew came like all y'all in here something didn't happen right there right it was like it was like um it was like she was the woman that Donnell Jones was talking about on where I want to be, and she she figured out he was full of shit. Mm-hmm. She was like, "This nigga lying." So she ah! knew. Well, once she knew he was lying, I guess she was like, "Let me go ask Morgan." Which yeah, you know, she wanted to live in the fairy tale world and realize that this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, um, Morgan lies to her again and says the reason that Jesus went and got everybody is because um rick wants everybody to work together and, and they're all That's trying true. to create these communities and mm-hmm. um can't tell the whole truth but part of that right. is true though mm-hmm. i feel like that's more of a lot in the truth because i think he's he was saying it on some like we just all got together but no nah, that they, they would never have gotten together in communities at all if not for um the saviors that's true he pulled a yeah yeah so um but then she wants she's like is daryl lying and morgan like uh my name is bennett and i ain't in it right he was like you had that conversation with him right that was y'all was talking that me he's like you told me to lie to people and i lied for your ass because you wanted to be left alone now if you got some problem with these lies we could go to alexandria right now and get it straightened out but if not you you want to be alone like did you not enjoy your time alone is that not what you want or is it or was it just too late to get away um and then she got frustrated with his ass and was like body ain't nigga and left ha ah! i'm like man she always get mad um so yeah he, he was basically like you know bye um and she left and um 
uh ben caught her on the way out and was like hey can you teach me your ways and i'm like this dude is the number one kung fu disciple in the whole kingdom like he stayed looking for a master man he he like well teach me how to do that shit with the sign teach me how to i just want to watch your ways i'm just trying to be an intern right right he was like you know because my thing is like i'm learning to stick but you know i want to learn your ninja ways master right he he uh he was acting like he like he gohan or some shit trying to learn from piccolo mm-hmm. he wanted to diversify his stocks right carol stay asking questions she don't want to know the answer to right she knows she got an isolationist pol- policy um and you know she don't really fuck with nobody ben wants to hang out with her she rejects that shit she like right. no he was like i can miss my drop and i can just hang out you know with you learning all day zeke will understand she like no ben go do your drop right because she was like i ain't trying to get attached to no other kids is gonna down my watch well i immediately thought it's starting to happen this must mean ben gonna die because they're making his ass too adorable he he asking i ate on twitter at that moment i said i wonder if this means ben's gonna die to drop because they always have those moments where it's like these key decisions made everyone feel responsible for this adorable boy dying i know he was so precious mm-hmm. yeah, he was too he was too he too sweet we called it um weeks ago when we yep. um weeks ago like he too sweet to be in the z z pop he too, too sweet too kind hard too nice um so then um she leaves and um on her way back she sees the zombie that she left alive is dead now Mm -hmm. in the middle of the road somebody killed it she looks around she doesn't see who did it Mm -hmm. we can see somebody's watching her we can kind of see that shoulder then the camera cuts to uh richard who has a shovel in his hand and he walks around the corner of a building and right past a whole bunch of um shopping carts that are stacked up together he walks right past them and he starts uh digging a hole and there's a bag on the ground a book bag that says katie on it um and then it goes to commercial yeah and i looked at that book bag and i said that's the same book bag that was in his crying trailer Mm-hmm. uh and i knew that was i was like that's definitely him digging that hole what the fuck are you up to richard right you stay trying to scheme and make some shit happen and you're not exactly the most brightest dude what the fuck are you up to richard mm-hmm. when i first saw that i was like because hmm. like i I thought back to him him and daryl's uh, conversation when he was basically trying to sacrifice carol and my carol and my first thought was is this nigga trying to set up some shit where carol might trip some shit up and cause the war right. and like that's her burial that's what i thought initially mm-hmm well he um right i thought it could have been a trap for carol too um so then um we come back and Ezekiel's looking over the um the royal garden as they would and um a black woman oh what'd you say ezekiel a smith yep (laughs) over there looking at the uh royal garden and a black woman who obviously keeps her hair laid because she's wearing a scarf and overalls come on uh, I think she's supposed to be Muslim. 
uh but right. you know maybe they she, don't have she brown and she's like look i'm I'm out here i can't be getting my hair fucked up yeah uh but i think you know that might have been like a little nod wink wink like mm-hmm. oh we got a muslim person in yeah and that's probably why the rating's going down too um and you can do black and trump's america i believe in zombies but i don't believe in letting one of them come over like i can see that um anyway her name i like my zombies white right because it is <laughs> <laughs> um so she, her name's nabila and apparently she's like a person that works in the garden and shit and she comes over to ezekiel she's like hey uh i just can't i was coming to look for you and then she sees shiva and he's like oh don't worry shiva likes you she was like yeah that's what i'm afraid of right <laughs> she gonna like me too much mm-hmm. uh uh-uh. and uh she basically tells him like look man we got weevils in the plants and we need to basically pull up and burn these crops before they affect the others um we gonna lose some stuff but it'll be all right and he was looking kind of upset because obviously they give a lot of their crops to the saviors it seems um and that's why at the beginning it was getting lower and lower and lower and nobody could figure out and this is what you figure out what was happening to the plants while they were not producing mm-hmm um and she he's kind of sad about it and she says here's the beautiful thing your majesty you can tear it out and cut it down you can burn it and throw it all away but if you want it can all grow back and then king and ivory wang was like message mm-hmm. um, right. so cute. as soon as i saw that i was like mm, ezekiel this might be foreshadowing mm-hmm. and then shiva growled and then she said okay think i just pissed myself i'm gonna go ahead and go <laughs> time to go <laughs> Yep. She she thinks she me. Cause if a nigga got a nigga got a big ass tiger hanging out with him, guess what I'm not doing? Mm-mm. Getting too close. I love how Ziki like expects people to remain calm while he got a big ass fucking tiger right by his side. Mm-hmm. Uh Ben comes by Morgan's room to tell him that it's time to go make the drop off. And he also brings him a painting. Uh like, hey, let's go make this drop off for the by the way, Morgan got on the drop off squad real quick. I mean, he be on the drop squad for a minute. Uh, you would think the dude that is opposed to killing wouldn't be on there, but he's there. He uh, want him there for a reason. Yeah. Because he's like, I know you won't do nothing stupid to get us killed. I just think Ezekiel likes having another brother around. That's true, too. He's like, hey, he could drop that shit sometimes when they be alone. What's up, my nigga? Shit. Ah, I ain't know. Ah. Ezekiel don't want this to be get out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Try to chop down them old cakes, man. What you know about Carol? um ah! yeah so uh he gives uh morgan a painting and then he thanks morgan for that aikido book and he, he cites a line from there about not hitting your opponent because it injures yourself or something and then morgan looked at the painting and was like who's the girl like who what girl done got your nose wide open you out here looking at paintings and shit little boy and then uh, uh he didn't answer ben was like come on man let's go and richard and morgan uh look at ben outside teaching henry some things before he leaves and richard's like kids too young to be a father just babies having babies ah, um, that's his brother, though. <laughs> i know i know it's, that's the joke here um ah! <laughs> uh, yeah henry is rich is, henry is ben's brother and it's not really his child guys okay um <laughs> then richard uses his uh that chance to try to convince morgan that he's wrong about fighting for like the thousandth time i don't know why people can't get it through their head 
you can't just talk to morgan in out of like he's gonna always be like no you know like come on man we gotta do it and he's like no i don't want to do that shit um for a reason right yeah yeah right and he was dropping hints and shit like you you know uh you need to be ready and shit like that yeah morgan like man okay dog let's go make this drop off he says the day is coming when you you say you're a good man morgan but the day is coming when you can't be that good when the time comes try not to beat yourself up about it uh and then before they left they had jerry eating some cobbler uh which explains a lot with jerry (laughs) yeah i love me some jerry like it was delicious too that explains a lot i love jerry because jerry in this whole crazy ass zombie apocalypse we about to get ready to go to war shit jerry just a regular ass nigga and i appreciate that Mm -hmm. um he was like leave me here he was like word word dog it's good it's you're gonna you're gonna make me leave it ezekiel like come on then bring the cobbler he's like (laughs) yes (laughs) it made his whole day (laughs) he's like whatever it takes come on you're slowing down the process boy then in the back of the truck morgan asked ben about that girl again ben smiles and they both kind of smile um then they get to that road where carol had just passed to go back to her house and it's blocked by shopping carts who could it be uh the, <laughs> the the carts form an arrow they follow the arrow around and while they do this uh richard takes charge and he kind of walks away like to scout the area but he's like keep your gun up be careful go around this protect the king like he's just coaching and while everybody's paying attention to that uh he walks off a little bit and then come like you see him turn around and then come right back they go around the corner they find a grave that is um you know uh uh empty but it says bury me here with a sign over it because mm-hmm. at first uh when i seen it i thought it may have been like the same like like somebody had basically just set them up and I seen the arrow, and then I seen the grave, and it made me think about having a shovel, and you know, and things like that. I was like, "This might be you." Yeah, I immediately was like, "What the fuck, Richard?" So I'm right. now I'm like, "He's gonna fuck up the drop." I don't ah, know how, okay. he, but I've been telling people this. I feel like maybe the show made it too obvious or something. I don't know. Whatever it is, I've been talking about this shit for weeks, literally on this show. Where I was like, if I knew I'm the first one to die. I might be doing some desperate shit. Or if you, like he said, I'm willing to die to start the war. Maybe I'll start some shit. Cause my, I'm seeing, I'm assuming they gonna kill me. And of course, that'll start the war. Like they just killed one of us. Keep in mind, yeah. the difference between the, what, and a lot of people are getting confused, I think, cause of the story, story jumping around. The thing with the kingdom and the saviors is this. The saviors have never killed anybody from the kingdom. Mm-mm, so haven't. for all the shit people talk ezekiel and them don't feel as desperate as the other people they don't feel right. like they these motherfuckers see, gonna do something to us they didn't see that people get fucked up like rick and them did or or like hilltop has right they feel like we have plenty if all it's gonna cost us to have peace with these people is 10 watermelons a week or whatever the fuck by all means have some cantaloupes like we don't like it's easier for us to do this keep in mind they're essentially an isolationist colony because they lost a bunch of lives trying to expand 
so 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 the lesson that they learned is different than the lesson everybody else learned that lesson was hey if you can just make sure this little area is safe and they've never had to fight a war they Mm -hmm. don't have to kill people Mm -hmm. like all they had to do is sit up there and live in fairytale world and fucking the saviors come through as a dose of reality once a week and all it cost them is some produce hell yeah you can have this shit like that's how they look at it not saying that that is justified but they don't have the knowledge that we have as fans of the show that have watched rick the hilltop the saviors we've watched how treacherous it is they don't seem to have been through any real treacherous time Mm -hmm. yet right oceanside because they Mm -hmm. lost people but they lost they lost people to walkers and like how rick told ezekiel the difference is the walkers don't rule you Mm mm-hmm like it's like it's i think the um the thing is we see how organized they are so the idea is well obviously they could be like a good fighting force if they just were ready to battle but i i I mean i'm not saying they wouldn't be a good fighting force i'm just saying they never had to you know um so anyway they go to this fucking this this meeting the weekly drop off and uh lo and behold uh when they get there they are late because they had to move all them shopping carts out of the fucking street so they could get to the meeting in time so now they show up late and the dude with the long hair is fucking around with morgan's uh bow staff and shit um just being a complete dick um ezekiel basically gets out um oh wait i forgot to mention one more thing uh before they left and they were looking at the grave King ezekiel basically muses that the work it's the workers of somebody that's been driven mad by this world mm-hmm. uh which he had like a really dope line here that only he could pull off where he was like systems of quiet hate while others live in the freedom on the same land and i was like this nigga's so deep he's <laughs> taking a red like some fucking ta-nehisi coats and and fucking started 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 a whole coat up there and shit uh so yeah dude was, what'd you say Stephen a ezekiel Stephen like, a. Ezekiel. I, just, I just needed him to bust out like asinine um um sendiferous uh, like i just needed one good Stephen a smith word from ezekiel just one good one. right you know what's, what's interesting somebody brought up in the chat how do they tell the time one i mean they do have electricity and watches and clocks and shit still um so i mean one thing on this show that's a little different is they haven't gone complete stone ages like it was in the comics right so that's one way you could tell the time the other thing is um if you get to the drop and the saviors are there first you late as far as they're concerned you the late. saviors are always on time your right. ass is the only one that could be early or late because the saviors are the clock <laughs> you know what i mean i wish you know yeah they don't seem to be the type to let you be like well look you said 1205 like they don't seem like those type of dudes they seem very much like they are uh i think i saw my man john from uh project fandom say on twitter they are cartoonishly evil and he's right Ah! like they are twirl your mustache evil um and i think part of it with the uh with this drop in particular I think they're more quote unquote cartoonishly evil for this drop because they haven't killed anybody. Right. You know, with I think they've been itching to kill somebody. That's their policy. We kill people. That immediately puts everybody on the on, on guard and they start working with us and they but know everything was running so smooth that they haven't had no problem. And I think the whole time they've been itching 
to kill somebody which is the negan way you know like okay you fucked up we killed somebody now y'all know the line now we won't have more problems look at uh with rick and them how they treat them after the, the that shit and how rick and them react hilltop is completely uh just deballified just completely just lack of testicles everywhere you know like they've they've just completely uh worn them down or whatever right right and also i think too uh you have um ezekiel who is like i will do whatever it takes not to calls a war you know because his thing was he don't want to lose any more people right but even with that attitude they still want to kill somebody they're itching to kill somebody which is why i think they're i think they're more gung-ho by the fact that ezekiel was the one to be like y'all don't need to do that we'll bring y'all some shit it's cool you see what i'm saying like they're like we normally take the guns kill the people come in get what we want and then we make you be here every week with our shit and we'll just come in your gates and take our shit if we want to they didn't get a chance to do that to the kingdom so i think they're overcompensating with this particular drop because they're not as cartoonishly evil with the other with the other drops like Mm -hmm. even simon and shit you know what i mean like he shows up and it's not a whole bunch of like what you gonna do huh bitch huh huh slap him in the head with a pole you know it's none of that shit because they're not overcompensating because they're like we killed some people already Mm -hmm. what y'all gonna do <clears throat> that's what, um, old boy with the long hair i think what you just said Ron, i think that's what he symbolizes yeah and that's why he's there yeah he's a he's like the loose cannon auto i'm like i hate this nigga right they should kill him anyway exactly what i said gavin brings up that leg zika tries to smooth it out jerry says don't don't interrupt the king because uh, he just ain't got a sense of timing <laughs> like i could have told him that was gonna end bad and then dude with the long hair bizarro jesus is what i've been calling him <laughs> right bizarro <laughs> bizarro jesus goes upside jerry's head with the bow staff all right we can stick right um and pop the hell out of him too mm-hmm. and then gavin says there's no kings presidents or prime ministers or any of that made up shit it was always made up um and i was like nigga ain't you a fucking middle management at negan inc come on right you trying to make your way up up the ladder Tom, you work at Negan LLC talking about ain't no presidents. Motherfucker, let Negan hear you say it. Uh, ain't that the truth? Right. Ain't, right. That the ain't you Negan? Right. I mean, I mean, you just became regional manager. What are we talking about here? Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Gavin goes to check the melons and then he's like, everybody give up their guns. Um, and, uh, the kingdom, everybody pull out their guns because apparently they are big up on that, uh, big boy. Right uh they done gave up their guns for some tickets to the playoffs but the hornets they won uh, come on now nigga we slum kept all our guns i gotta protect my family uh so <laughs> they was like we ain't giving up our guns and gavin was like look we can do this shit the easy way or the hard way but um you gonna need to give up them guns because it's about to get real emotional and um fucking richard is like we should give up our guns and then uh it was the- number one right there right but then bizarro jesus was like like trying to be funny and pick on richard um and um oh and also i forgot to mention bizarro jesus was mad at ben because ben had said some sideways shit to him when he hit jerry um so that was like a he noted he noticed that like so uh at any rate and didn't he sweep him with the stick last time yes he did yes he did 
He absolutely he blocked, did. Um, blocked, um, he blocked um, Psycho Ranger one. He blocked his. Um, I forgot. I forgot who he was trying to. He got into it with, but he blocked them and paired and sweeped his head. Yeah, he hit him with that. Uh, that L one and down. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> hit him with that right bumper. Yeah, um, like a counter on Soul Calibur or some shit. Right. <laughs> So, um, he thought he was Keely. So, uh, yeah, so buddy, uh, Gavin was like, Well, look, man, I don't warned you. You gotta, y'all ain't got enough. And Zeke was like, I counted before we left. I know we have enough. He was like, Well, go count then, nigga. And he was like, One, two, three. Damn, it ain't enough. Don't worry. We can get back with twice as much in an hour. He was like, Mm-mm, player. This ain't happening in an hour. It ain't happened 20 minutes ago. It's happening now. And you about to just sit back and learn this lesson. Y'all been, I've been having problems with this drop every week and all this shit. You been Richard. Right. And, uh, he was like, um, you know what, dog? Somebody got to die. You know, somebody got to go. And he told a long haired dude, uh, to kill somebody. Um, and this is after, you know, they've given up their guns and Morgan said it was fine and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh gavin says um bizarre jesus go ahead and do your thing and buddy pulled out the gun to put it in richard's face and richard was like do it bitch or whatever and gavin was like oh you think you tough and he took the gun and shot somebody else so we don't see it on camera you just hear morgan right you hear everybody everybody's like oh no and shit uh, and it goes to commercial, but immediately I was like, they "That's Ben." It. Right, that's not Ben. Yeah, it had to like, be Ben. Yeah, cause and like, cause um, Gavin did say, um, and I know we'll get to it in a minute. Gavin did say Richard was the one that's been cutting up the most. So if something go wrong, he the first to die. Yeah. Um, Psych- Psycho Ranger One was hearing that shit though, and acted out of turn mm-hmm. and shot someone else, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Ben." yeah it was very much like when ricky got shot you know i was like oh damn you know he done killed ben uh but yeah he shot ben and ben was bleeding out and shit and uh when we come back you know everybody's in a panic um and uh gavin uh got mad at bizarro jesus and was like give morgan this stick back which i was like what does that have to do with any goddamn thing like, you having too much fun with that stick give it back he's like give him i was like the gun is the problem anyway he's like give him his stick back ah! and don't say a goddamn word get in the truck and dude like it goes and get in the truck like shoot damn you get in the truck <laughs> and then um gavin uh tells him uh because you know everybody's like we have to go there are medical supplies at carol's house we'll go and we'll take care of being there and he's like now hold on a damn minute I was like, you, if you ain't the motherfucking manager at a Wendy's ass nigga, God ah! damn, I hate, I hates me a. But y'all think you're going somewhere. Wait a minute. We got some paperwork to fill out. Right. You made do. your point, dog. He's like that person when you like, I got to clock out. I got something else to do at seven. And they come by at 659. Like, now did you clean up your station? I'm going to go through this with a fine tooth comb. Bring me my white gloves. Let me see. And you're like, motherfucker, you only doing this because this the one time I told you I got to go. 
like if i wouldn't have said i wanted something you wouldn't have, you would have left me the fuck alone and i would have been out of here an hour ago you would have cut Come me on. quicker so anyway this motherfucker is like now you get the point now you get the message is it real and then zeke is like yes motherfucker i get it uh he's like now tomorrow i want you to bring me one cantaloupe at the same time we're gonna drive all the way back out here for one fucking cantaloupe we're gonna put another tank of gas for one cantaloupe so we can make one stupid ass point that it's 12 cantaloupes and not 11 cantaloupes you got me and then uh zika's like i got you and he's like get out of here nigga and he's like i buy and he, they, ah. they get out and they drive to carol's house and um interrupt her piece richard is slow getting in the truck come on where and morgan's like come on get in the truck and then richard's all moving like damn i thought they was gonna kill me and so ah. he, he was shook he was he was absolutely shook he was like shit because mm-hmm. i can you know what and and when because i mean obviously at this point it's it, it's kind of obvious that richard if not set this shit up entirely had something to do with it mm-hmm. and like i don't even think if i don't even think at first he was like remorseful that ben got shot more so he's remorseful that it wasn't him and that his plan didn't go according to, the, to right. what he thought that's what i think i mean i think he did I'm not saying he absolutely hated Ben or didn't care for Ben at all, but initially, I think the shock on his face wasn't that Ben got shot and might die. It's that it wasn't me. Right. Um. So then they go to Carol's house to try to save Ben, but he was bleeding out so much that, like, they put, uh, they must have had dollar store paper towels. They put him on that nigga. That shit bled through so fucking fast. Um. Uh, and then ben who was dying looked over at morgan and he was like to injure your opponent is to injure yourself i'm dead Ah. you were were looking at jack in titanic when he was falling to the bottom of the ocean (laughs) (laughs) you know he got a black daddy he might as well end up with with my angelo no more we both found what we were looking for with the friend to call my own i'll never be alone and you my friend will see you've got a friend in me goodbye ben what the hell is wrong with you ben died karen it was sad it was um and so then milk morgan just <laughs> this nigga walked walked out into the street like uh uh kevin bacon in that movie where he used to be yeah. where he used to be dancing <laughs> that, nigga, uh. that, nigga, that nigga walked out uh in the middle of the street by himself i was i thought if they would have started with some fucking 80s music and that nigga would have started dancing i would have lost my motherfucking mind but um you know this is and this is how you know lenny james can act because honestly 99.9 percent of people will just look stupid doing what he just did Mm -hmm. but like they do a whole montage where he walks in and walks into the middle of the street right in that same area where the shopping carts were Mm -hmm and he has like a meltdown they start showing flashbacks and montages of his wife and his kid who are dead he gonna snap 
right they show him going through his clear phase right they show him killing zombies killing people uh he tries to he looks like he's suicidal at several points like he's about to cut mm-hmm. his own wrist right at that grave that says bury me here mm-hmm. um like he was about to lose it all because you know white lives matter y'all <laughs> he was crushed yeah ben mm-hmm. was uh ben was real close to him and like um ben ben i think the uh flashbacks of like his his uh family especially his son was mm-hmm. uh was very telling and especially that that clip where they showed that he might kill himself because he kind of he he kind of um grew to Ben and like Ben became like his second son. Yeah, like and he Ben was him, he was he was he was training him, he was close to him. You know, I think that's why they had so many montages and clips of like their dialogue and like how when Ben was dying on the um table that he looked at Morgan specifically and quoted some from Morgan. Like he like that that was Morgan's like. adopted woke white child and richard got him killed and they've done a lot with that um with a little bit of time for that relationship because you know when he first got there they they, ben kind of showed him the roles he was interested in aikido but uh, morgan taught him to use the bow staff um you know they talked about henry he asked him about ezekiel like they haven't had a lot of screen time together in hilltop but the little bit of time they've had together i'm sorry in the kingdom mm-hmm. yes i'm sorry um they that little bit of time they've had together has basically um you know created this this rapport that i think we're supposed to fill in the blanks because we don't come to the kingdom every every week or whatever right um so at any rate uh this nigga dies and uh and, and morgan is just in the street losing his motherfucking mind Ain't he and he um uh, puts two and two together realizing that the distraction from this morning was so that um richard who was the only one who walked away from the group and toward the truck must have done something with that cantaloupe and and so then um in his rage what'd you say did he find it yeah i was about to say in his rage he kicks a yellow container which i won't front this is the only part of this thing that looked kind of stupid because he kicks this yellow container after like it looked like he was going to kill himself and the yellow container was the only thing he kicked. So it wasn't like he was knocking down shopping carts, throwing trash cans. Like he just kicked this yellow container like, ah! Oh! And then the, the cantaloupe was right there and he was like, this motherfucker, I knew it, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is, it was just funny to me, like I said, cause it's just a, the yellow container was so light and the cantaloupe was ah! right underneath it. Right underneath it. It's like, you did a terrible job. You ain't throw it in the woods or nothing. Right. So then, uh, Shout out to um uh, the uh, brilliant villain in the chat room. He said it was very convenient. So I guess we got convenient zombies and we got convenient cantaloupes. Mm-hmm. Ah! Oh yeah, it was definitely convenient as shit, man. I, I mean, you know, it's I get it, you know, but yeah, that shit was. I laughed like a motherfucker because uh, <laughs> I was just like, really, are we are, are we doing this, guys? Are we we doing this cantaloupe? Um but yeah he found a cantaloupe uh so he goes the cut next next scene he goes into richard's room richard's in there chilling by himself and he throws a yellow container on the ground basically like i found your cantaloupe and this and where you was hiding it and richard's all like oh shit uh let me explain you know (laughs) and he tells his whole fucking origin story and this was also some of the best acting my lenny james this nigga didn't have one word of dialogue 
he acted the whole scene with his eyes his face he his was face. looking at richard like he found out richard voted for trump but he had invited this nigga to his wedding <laughs> naming the god naming the godparent of one of his children like he was looking at this motherfucker like you got being killed how can you explain this and his his uh, his body language didn't change not once listen he through that whole scene he looked like nigga i will kill the fuck out of you right here now like the whole scene and the thing is richard and the kingdom don't really know the morgan we know right you know they right. don't they don't like, know y'all that have, y'all got that peaceful morgan exactly they don't know he got more bodies on him than the atl orgy okay <laughs> this, this man <laughs> this man That's is a lot walking death if he wants to be come on you know um and so he's telling morgan this whole origin story um about how he's like look it the plan was for me to die i didn't mean for ben to die but now that he's dead we might could team up together uh you know morgan you you know we gotta kill or else um if if you're not gonna kill then you might as well just kill yourself because we gotta go to war and i'm gonna be the one to lead the army to the war because a long time ago when i was in he was like you know what you know i'm sorry about that but you know this might be a good thing we might can flip this and make this into something he was he was filibustering because it was that it was that thing where like your girl or your boy uh whoever is mad and y'all motherfucker and you know they they so mad they not even want they don't even want to talk to you they they so mad and so you just try to start talking because they never gonna talk so it's just up to you to figure out a way to talk yourself out of this that's what richard was doing he was just like i came home the cake was on the counter i thought the cake was for everybody it looked delicious i thought maybe you had already had a piece of cake you had been to work i didn't know it was your cake uh you had a fork out next to it i thought the cake could have been for me it was almost my birthday you missed my birthday you didn't give me the gift i thought maybe it was just a a belated birthday gift and and you know i love chocolate i know you don't really like chocolate like that i mean i thought maybe the chocolate cake was for me uh, I know it had your name on it, but I thought it was like from Karen. Karen, Karen is giving this to me. Like he was talking like that to Morgan. Yeah, the deal. And Morgan the whole time just looking at this nigga like, uh, fucking, um, uh, the woman from Sanford and Son that Fred used to get into it all the time. He was looking like, uh, what was it, Elder or something? I forget her name now. But he was looking at her like, you fish eye fool. Esther. Esther, that's what it was. Um, and so he was like, um, look man i was in the camp when the z pox started my daughter died my wife died like my wife died in the fire me, my, me and my daughter went on a run for three days she died in front of me and you know it's, it's you know i didn't all because i didn't do anything i kept waiting on people smarter and better than me to come along and figure it out but nobody ever came along so you gotta realize it's, it's up to me i said i'd never die without trying to do something again so this i had to do something and I, it didn't work out being got killed but we could still make this work we could join together with rick and we're gonna fight in this battle and i i'll tell ezekiel um what happened i promise i'll talk to ezekiel i'll tell everybody what i did i live the rest of my life making up for it and morgan now, yeah now um the whole time Richard was explaining this shit, I was thinking, because we, like, we, we kind of called it, like, something had had to have happened to Richard where he's just this desperate and gung-ho about killing the saviors. But here's the reason, then. Like, dog, it's, it's like, 
it's like on Love and Hip Hop with uh, Mama D. Husband Ernest. Mm-hmm. Like every season, he come up with a new reason why he ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I was listening to this, and I'm like, okay, Richard, I get it. Like, people died. Your your wife died. Your daughter died. That's 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 fan valid. You know, mm-hmm. that you would feel bad that they died. But because you didn't do nothing, so you gonna... Like, even though you didn't plan to, so you gonna like use that to justify you sacrificing being mm-hmm. to start this war? Like, it's 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 like it, it's like Rosita. Like, you you this gung ho and trying to sacrifice and do a selfish ass plan for the greater good, quote unquote. And you not think about the greater good, which is the people that you would have to fight with in order to take these people down. And that's why none of these people are the leader. Correct. Because they don't think right. about everybody else. Rosita doesn't think about everybody else. Sasha, Sasha. don't think about everybody else. Daryl don't think about everybody else. Like, those are people that want to move without people. Richard, same thing. So, I was like, I'm not going to front. In this scene, I started rooting for, um, I started rooting for Morgan to kill this nigga. He had that look yeah. in his eye. Like he had the look. He had uh Richard wouldn't stop talking. At one right. point, Richard's like, "You gotta kill. You're gonna have to kill. It's just what you gotta do." Uh, and Morgan's just looking at that motherfucker like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, keep talking." Uh, that's. I was, I was like, "That's when I knew Richard ain't never have a black friend." Because if you had a black friend, you could look on his face and the, and the face was like, I probably should shut up. Why you start hearing this music, you go, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's just not keeping quiet. Mm-hmm. You, you won't even know where you hearing the music from. Right. You be like, where the fuck this band pop up? Oh, I might need to be quiet. Right. Richard was looking around like, you hear that? And, and Morgan was like, oh, I hear it. Like, um, so, so, so after, uh, after he does his whole explanation, um, richard and i'm like let shiva eat this nigga um Uh, but i think by the end richard realized he was begging for his life that's why he was like i'll tell ezekiel i'll tell everybody Mm -hmm. i lived the rest of my life trying to make up for it and you know morgan is that dude that got that he got the i don't kill and you know type of whole thing now and what people don't realize killing for morgan is like an alcoholic right right like for the rest of us we think we'll just have a beer but morgan is an alcoholic and there's no one beer for him right eventually he's shitting himself in your car and you feel bad for calling him a little bitch because he won't drink no beer and you're like oh yeah that's i forgot alcoholic can't control it and so i'm like if morgan kills this dude i don't know what the fuck else is happening like morgan might fuck around kill this dude next thing you know he in the room choking henry to death stabbing ezekiel in the throat i'm like okay maybe not now don't kill right. this man at the moment and morgan's like all right i gotta go and he leaves right he was like i'm a, and his thing without him saying it was like i'm gonna keep you to your word dog right you're gonna tell everybody you're gonna make up for it so morgan leaves the room watches ezekiel console henry that night right and in the morning uh because morgan doesn't go to sleep in the morning we see Ezekiel watching the biller throw away produce before they load up the one cantaloupe in the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go to the meetup, and Morgan asks Richard if he's told Ezekiel yet, and Richard says, "Not now. We'll talk about it when we get back." And Zeke uh, says, "What y'all talking about?" And uh, Richard's like, "We'll talk about it when we get back." And uh, Ezekiel's like, "Nigga, I said now. All Tell right. me." And this is when I knew. 
that Richard had officially got into some shit he couldn't come back from. Listen. I mean, I've, already, obviously, but nigga, you don't lie to a nigga like Morgan. When somebody mm-hmm. give you that look that Morgan gave you, and you'll keep your word, okay. And they done already you gave up all their guns, so they had to swap unarmed, right? Um, and yeah, Morgan had, and Morgan got his bow staff, but Morgan had a look, uh, of just anger but morgan got his bow staff off the ground after looking at the blood Come on. where ben had got shot and that probably reignited that anger he already had he picked up stronger right he was sandwich slamming mad he picked up uh his bow staff and ben's bow staff Come on. and um yeah so so Both then in blood. before they could even get into the explanation the savior show up mm-hmm. uh before they could even finish it and um gavin asked if ben was okay he realized he was dead so much so that he said it out loud to himself uh and then gavin seemed hurt by the news and he yelled at bizarro jesus and said walk back and don't look or say anything or i will kill you and the dude definitely looked at him in a in a very dismissive manner and then walked away and gavin didn't do shit um but uh yeah he walked off so did that middle management you done fucked up. You you really done fucked up. Um, right. Just get out of my face. I said no salt on these fries, yeah. but I don't have I, I don't have firing power yet. <laughs> I, I think I, I, nah, I I'm not. I really don't think Gavin really gave a fuck about Ben. Mm-hmm. But I think the insubordination of Bizarro Jesus kill not killing who he said all right. this time. Right. If you fuck up, Richard's gonna die. He has to be the one to die. That's why he wanted to keep bringing him to the meetings because he knew Richard was going to keep fucking up and this is the one guy that he can make an example out of so, Eze- so Ezekiel A. Smith will get in line and Bizarro Jesus was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to disobey your orders and kill who I want to kill. Mm-hmm. I think that hit him more than being actually dying because I don't really think he give a fuck about being. I don't think he wanted him. I, I, think, I don't think he wanted him not to die for the right reasons. Well, I'll say this. He did. I don't know if the actor meant to make this choice or not. He looked genuinely broke up when he found out Ben died. Right, because he was like, and I yeah. think it's because Ben was, you know, a young white dude, you know, a kid essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know what age he was supposed he was to like, be playing, he, but it felt like he was supposed to be sixteen or so, yeah. and everybody was supposed to be like, "Well, damn, man, not like that's cold," you know? Because when they told him he was dead, it wasn't like, "God damn it!" Oh, they always kill. It was. It was like really you had to kill him like what did he do to anybody right you know um let me go to the next session because we're gonna get cut off real quick let me uh i'll invite everybody back on screen give me one second everyone okay um shouldn't take long um i don't know why this is moving slow now Uh oh try to okay there it is Mm -hmm. let's play a little something for the cantaloupe ladies and gentlemen as you know, we have something special down here at Birdland this evening. A recording for Blue Note Records. Yeah. 
that's kind of loop um so um after the bizarro jesus walks home uh because <laughs> essentially he has to walk home um they they get ready to make the uh the exchange um and uh richard brings gavin the melon and after he gives him the melon morgan drops ben's bow staff and he's still holding his own bow staff he walks up to richard knocks his ass right upside his motherfucking head and uh starts choking his ass out he and, was like, motherfucker, I told you to tell them. And you, if that was one of them things, but you didn't keep your motherfucking word. And he had had enough. <laughs> right. And uh, the saviors tell Ezekiel and his crew to stay right where they are. And keep in mind, Ezekiel didn't have any guns. And so they don't even go to get Morgan off of, uh, off of Richard. And Morgan essentially um, chokes that man out, uh, slams his head on the concrete, um and strangles the life out of him out of pure black rage no like that shit black rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that anger that shit was so good i what are you saying i'm sorry jeremy i said uh morgan told that told richard out like he was the police Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I I know a lot of people said they didn't like this episode. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I've been waiting to see a white man get choked on TV since November sixth. <laughs> I said choke. I rewound that shit like four times. I said, mm, get him. All the oh, he's still breathing. He's still oh yeah. Watch your face. Watch your face. Trying to grab you. And the thing is, he choked him so motherfucking hard that when he stood up and talked to the regional manager, he initially jumped back. Oh yeah, um, and and it was one of those things where you're a manager, but you got that employee that does the most fucked up shit that it frightened you. Where you go, oh, I know I got power, but goddamn, I ain't expect you to do that bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna have to call me to react. But that's the thing; he hopped up so fast, he scared himself. I think because Morgan was like, he lost it and he snapped back to reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, like he choked, he choked Richard out so oh so deliciously oh mwah, magnifique that's yeah, how you choke a nigga out mm-hmm. um and, and so uh yeah, yeah that shit was that shit was 100 percent for the ancestors because uh that 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 shit ah uh, just i mean you heard the snap in his throat right because when he's like, like when he just kept kept going to he couldn't stop no more it just uh, Oh. <laughs> so delicious i'm sorry can't go ahead <laughs> and i don't care what nobody say if you keep chucking motherfucker with your bare hand you was mad at them mm-hmm. you didn't use no weapon you're like you know what you're gonna get you literally gonna get these hands mm-hmm. uh right. so he could have used the bow staff he could have used like right. lucane bicycle kick this motherfucker choked him mm-hmm and so then he hopped up and like 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 karen said gavin took a step back because he was like oh this nigga is crazy. crazy right and he was like i just want you to know we get it we get it we we understand now we yes. just we understand like we we gonna work with y'all and all this shit he's a motherfucker that slaps his own face and he was like oh, 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 oh okay you're slapping yourself 
I, i'm not even saying he slapped himself i'm saying he choked the white man in front of your face and that's scarier than even slapping yourself like when, when, when i mean slapping yourself you were willing to kill somebody on your own crew right so in his mind you you literally are hurting yourself that's why i said slapping yourself in the yeah face. morgan explained the whole thing it was like you know richard set this up he's the right. reason ben's dead and um he tried to sabotage his exchange to violate the peace and this is gonna save the peace and for the record a lot of people were like oh he's playing chess he's uh he's he's doing this so they can catch the saviors off guard and they're gonna really execute rich's plan i don't think so me either none of this was part of rich's plan getting killed in front of the saviors i think morgan really believes taking his one life will save the peace that they are supposed to have right but morgan doesn't know those crops are dying no matter what eventually they're gonna come up short so they gotta go to war no matter how they think you know what morgan thinks I don't know that Morgan's down for war on that level mm-hmm. um, yet. You know what I mean? Or at this moment, I don't think he was thinking about that. Right. Um, so the saviors leave. And Ezekiel, <laughs> Ezekiel's so, such a fucking thespian. Like he walks over, points down at the dead body of Richard. And he's like, he did this? Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, overacting ass nigga and morgan was like he said he wanted to die before thought he could choose that's why Dwayne had to die and then everybody stopped and was like who the fuck is Dwayne?" and you know you know Dwayne? i don't know you know Dwayne. i don't know about name Dwayne. right right (laughs) ezekiel was like uh so ezekiel was like this nigga's crazy uh you mean benjamin and uh morgan was like that's a tank um (laughs) but but he was like, "Yes, Benjamin, my bad, my bad." And uh and then uh he was like, "You ain't got it all together." He was like, "Come on with us. We 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 going to get you some help. You don't sound like you too stay." Yeah, you don't need to be by yourself. You right. need to be with other people. Right. And Morgan's like, "No." And he's like, "Come on, man, for real." He said, "Not now." And he said, "Nah, man, for real. You need to come back with us." And I love Morgan says, "Man, I said not now." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I heard the nigga underneath it. It was like, "Nigga, I said no." oh so good oh man that was my favorite line of the whole show man he said man i said not now um and then they was like all right we out then and they left richard's body there and morgan dragged the body back to the grave buried it with the katie book back uh book pack uh then he went on a zombie killing spree uh practicing with that bow staff uh then he went to carol's crib covered in zombie blood and she was like what happened to you and he said you really want to know what happened to alexandra and she's like what happened to you he's like oh killed richard strangled him <laughs> he was like it ain't long story he said yeah. it all nonchalantly like you know just another day in the zombie park i mean choked out a white man it's cool Nothing yeah to i'm back to killing you you, you remember you know me uh but yeah he's like killed richard strangled him he the only he's the one who got benjamin killed so you want to know what happened to alexandra and she was like i guess and he was like yeah uh he killed the killed everybody we lost uh we didn't win at all um and they killed some old people even uh even people you don't care about like spencer and shit um and carol and said well what you gonna do now he was like oh i'm just about to go out here on these streets and kill every savior i come across at first people was like oh rod you think he's talking about zombies i said i know he crazy i get y'all think he crazy that nigga's talking about people he talking about saviors every savior he come across he is going to run up on 
with that motherfucking stick and beat Fuck the shit out of them up. if and and he might turn it back to the spear that he used to have because maybe he used to have a spear and um so so she was like no morgan don't do that to which i'm like y'all like relationship is coming full circle because you used to be on some like bye nigga you know i don't like you you don't like me right yeah, and she- now that he's like you know what i'm back on this killing shit she's like hold up now don't be just going off killing people okay why don't you come stay in my house and you could you could stay and, and not stay you know and right that's but- the same thing morgan told her when she got that house right um so she was like all right cool stay here and uh go and not go and i'm gonna go back to town and she had in the town to live at the kingdom and she tells zeke uh that they got to go to war but zeke is helping henry in the garden trying to i guess make some new plants since the weevils got the old ones mm-hmm. and zeke agrees but he says not today and they all garden together the and that's uh the end of their part and then it goes the last scene is morgan sharpening that that bow staff into a spear again and low-key he looked like he heard some a voice or something because he was like sharp and he stopped he was like mm-hmm. it was an axe behind him a what axe in the background an axe was in the oh mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. behind him i didn't even see that when it was like, like a person had an axe no no it was an axe like in the i don't know if it was in the wood or the floor because they did a long shot because it was behind his back mm-hmm. and it was like an axe i don't know if it was in the wood or a floor because i seen the handle sticking up oh and then when they did that long shot oh okay it, but it wasn't like he heard the axe no 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 he, okay and that's right. i initially thought maybe somebody was gonna come up behind him and pick up that axe oh no i i but, to me it seemed like i mean maybe that's what'll happen i don't know but to me it seemed like he was back to hearing them voices and shit because that nigga i'm telling you alcoholic with this killing man he can't just once you pop you can't stop man right and that was his thing that's why everybody get mad at him for right. going to be anti-killing but he's like look i got to be like this he not a kill a couple people and stop type of nigga he'll kill everybody everybody you know uh all right so what are y'all looking forward to next week karen Ooh. look like i'm gonna see what's happening over at uh hilltop mm-hmm. uh because sound like they're gonna roll up the hilltop because it looks it, it it appears from the previews it appears that Daryl took his ass back up to the hilltop. Mm-hmm. Like a dummy. Right. Uh, and so that's why he should stay at the kingdom, in my opinion. So hilltop, looking forward to what's happening with the saviors. Uh, what's happening, you know, because uh, they're doing a suicide squad mission heading up there. So it's going to be interesting to see what happened with that. Okay. And what about you, Jeremy? What you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Rosita and Sasha dumbasses fucking up royally because from the previews look like sasha for some reason i don't know why she she think that during this drop uh negan is gonna actually show up because uh, you know like you say raw when whenever it's usually Simon episodes it's usually just filler because they couldn't get jeffrey dean morgan mm-hmm. so i don't know why she think that Negan is actually going to be there, but you know, whatever. And it looks like they looking for Daryl. It looks like the saviors might have got tipped that Daryl might be at Hilltop or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but they coming to look for him and they going to fuck this up some kind of way. And Gregory going to be a snitch. Like, you know, of course. Yeah. If, if they know he's there, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, um, I don't think they know. 
if 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 he's there and they have a and they they know he's there i wouldn't be surprised if it was gregory that told him that's how duplicitous he is right. um but yeah i am looking forward to that captain mouse next week um but i one thing i was thinking about um was the um the 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 hilltop has daryl there who shouldn't have gone there by any fucking body's definition of rick's whole point was smart right you need to stay somewhere that they won't come right um but um and i guess this is a bit of a knock on the show but not having jeffrey dean morgan and as a like having these placeholder dudes for me it doesn't do the same no it does not like like simon's the best of the placeholders i'll give him that Mm -hmm. but if that was jeffrey dean morgan in those scenes other rather than simon or whatever i think it would be better now i think the show has done a good job of basically saying this is why the group is so big is because they got different people running different parts of their group that's so big but i don't really necessarily buy that shit i really think they just couldn't get jeffrey dean morgan to be in all eight all 16 episodes right so they said we can have him in five we'll figure out ways around the fact that he won't be in there by having gavin and but imagine if jeffrey dean morgan was at these meetings it elevates the level of the show in my opinion a lot more um if he's the one um meeting with the ezekiel and them and he's the one in hilltop uh you know fucking with uh gregory and them uh i just think it makes the show better and so i feel like a lack of jeffrey dean morgan is holding the show back um and also because i think he is pretty good as negan so i think he's excellent as negan yeah so i mean these other dudes just they like they're trapped it's not their fault but they can't be scarier than negan or else it's like well what the fuck is the point of having jeffrey dean morgan and what's the point of having negan as a big bad if these guys are scarier than him but at the same time they can't really be non-threatening because then it's like there's no stakes to these meetups so instead they end up just being mustache twirlingly bad ah! as opposed to just one guy who would show up and be like oh you don't want to fuck with him plus they could have added some more b- bodies to negan's resume if he was the one going to these meetings and shit mm-hmm. or he could be bragging about killing people they and shit like that already at hilltop and whatnot all right we got some emails ashley writes saying hi rod and karen a quick warning this is my own speculation not spoilers but based on my knowledge of the comics um trying to think should we i guess we can read this um so i just finished you guys latest recap just wanted to say i really don't think they're trying to cut down on the gore maybe a little bit but they wrote and mostly shot this season before they got any feedback on episode one so this part of the story was always going to be this way and really i think it wouldn't make much sense it wouldn't make sense if a bunch of people died during this time but to me the problem is that they stretched the one volume of the comics march to war which is maybe five or six issues into a whole entire season and they're just not a lot happening in that art so they had to make some make things up to fill that time like these ridiculous junkyard people and eugene moseying around the sanctuary for about for an hour and that's just boring i love the rashawn episode and i hate that more people didn't but i get that this part of the story simply isn't interesting and i'm betting that they did it this way so they can promote the all-out war for season eight and i'm sure it'll last the entire season so in the end i think it was more poor planning than it is them trying to change the show the show is changing by default because a lot more people are being introduced and i don't envy them having to juggle all that 
but there's a war coming soon it's guaranteed that people will die i think that's just not the story right now anyway i hope that you don't stop doing weekly recaps because they're my absolute favorite but i get where you're coming from thanks uh i feel you ashley and uh yeah i'm a fan of the comics too i read them i'm I'm current actually um i'm a little bit behind but yes even if they are not killing people and they say they're not cutting back on the gore which i still don't believe i think and i think it's not about um for me it's not just about the fact that people aren't dying it's when they die the way they edit around the death is not as grotesque as it used to be correct and especially with the uh uh episode where the dude got tossed into the furnace i really do think right i really do think that dude he may have came out on fire like it was something that they had because the way people's reactions were so over the top that you was like oh he was probably fucked up and they probably had showed him coming out on fire walking on fire screaming melting something that they just edited out right there because their reactions didn't make any sense to me yeah i think yeah it it seemed like i mean even with ben's death you know it's pretty you know it's pretty tame for this show you know um and like i said this isn't um it's not that they need these things to make the show great Mm -hmm. but they regardless of how you may feel about the writing they did say that they were cutting down on the gore because of it so i'm not making it up the the producer said i i feel like going off of their word isn't necessarily us like seeing something that's not there right i think they do care about the lowering ratings i mean six million people is a lot to lose in a couple years i think they do care about some of these negative reviews Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of people are basically lying talking about well it's because of the gore that i don't watch and it's too graphic and it's too Mm -hmm. sad and it's too depressing and i think they're they've taken some notes and there is a lot more smiling a lot more jokes now um they're trying to turn the show into something that i think goes halfway and doesn't satisfy either part right as i'd rather them appeal to the core fans and be like fuck these other people if they don't like the show then they'll stop watching but at least the people that are fans of the comics that are fans of the way we've been doing the show will stay um you know the story has gotten bigger you got more characters you got more locations it's very difficult to do a show like that i was uh, i had a long conversation today with justin on uh the pregame and i'll try to put it out tomorrow or something but uh we basically had a talk where i was telling him i think almost all entertainment on tv is really okay like it's really like mediocre most most but if you like something and it caters towards you you give it more benefits than you do for something that doesn't correct you know there's a reason that people can be like scandal's just okay but i love it because we all watching this black girl time right uh empire is not a great show but everybody was watching it for a year or two and everybody was having a good time um breaking bad has some more inconsistencies and some some uh uh some some placing issues that i don't really like but at the same time people really fuck with that show so they give it breaks that they wouldn't give a show that they don't like it's right it's just common sense you know i'm watching westworld now it's a future where you can go to a theme park and be a fucking rapist but nobody's a racist like it's a, you know there's weird shit where i'm just like oh for me i'm like eh, this kind of is weird but for people that love that universe they're like no 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 it's perfect because this that and the other right so i feel like that it's happens with walking oh what'd you say it's kind of like the your phase thing yeah and i don't have a problem with that i think Mm -hmm. more people 
people talk them into like no this is the high quality entertainment i'm like no that's the shit you like right you know what i mean like it's just if you like a thing then it's the best for a lot of people they don't there's no i like a thing and it's just okay you know and and when you get tired of something like after seven seasons a lot of shit just becomes okay to you it's hard to keep people going for seven seasons i don't envy this show right but Mm -hmm. um i think the producers said that they were gonna cut down on the gore i think the show feels toned down on the gore yes it does um and uh the deaths that are happening if it's all for the setup then i think they made a bad decision to try to stretch uh that part of the comics into 16 episodes i can understand eight but 16 is a lot to ask of people and some of the concepts that they're throwing out there to me don't really seem to work because um you know the junk the cons and shit while they're good comic relief they're not really a scary group and they don't and they're not a very interesting group and to me they don't move the storyline along. That's turned fun. That that whole interaction with them I, it was a hundred percent fucking pointless in my yeah. opinion. I mean, it will at some point. Right. They'll have guns. They'll have numbers. But what I'm saying is, you can't name anybody in that group other than mm-hmm. Jadis. There's no. There's like no, like it wasn't like two or three of them came back with Rick and them, and then they got introduced to Alexandria, and then we start learning them, and now it's kind of interact. Like they're simply there as a plot device, right? You know, we need more bodies. These are the people we find you know ocean size episode was better but if they really meant it and they really wanted to like make it part of the narrative some of the shit from ocean side would start leaking over where you know not it will i mean some of the characters would be involved oh. with with alexandria some of the characters would be involved with hilltop like that's like we know hilltop alexandria and uh the kingdom we know characters within it right you know what i mean like you know jerry's name you know richard you you don't know people at these other places like that because they're not designed to be like that because it feels like they're stretching the show to 16 episodes right because yeah particularly with oceanside they want to do it right that girl would have left with tara versus actually being taken back yeah yeah something you know we right. you know we don't know where heath is i mean we know he's fighting terrorists but i mean we yeah. don't know we, we don't he, really know where he's at right he he just he just uh fell off the bridge and watched and um watched on shoot in washington dc and was like fuck it let, let's fight this terrorism yeah and i don't say this to shit on the show no? i like this is just how i feel mm-hmm. i still enjoy the show me too um the last two episodes i didn't enjoy as much this episode i actually liked a lot mm-hmm. so i don't you know and and uh honestly like this made me feel like oh okay cool this is why we watch the show i'm not as worried about not watching the show anymore shit but when they had them kind of weak episodes in a row for me i was like if this the new bar for the show then i won't be i don't need to watch this live every sunday night right it's, but it's uh better to binge. yeah but i enjoyed this show so yeah you know. and also not to get off topic it's getting to the point where the the uh the field of the field of walking dead mm-hmm. is actually better than the walking dead to me so far yeah i like field of walking dead but mm-hmm. I, I i know that's an unpopular opinion and right i, I like once that again i don't too. feel like arguing with people i think now also we have so much entertainment when people turn on a show they turn hardcore like everything's an f right. there's no c's there's no b's there's no d's everything's either a or f right that's not real like gavin said 
yeah yeah everything's a pass or fail no incompletes because i think people want to feel like i'm not missing out on anything and so you can justify to yourself you didn't miss out on anything if you say something was garbage and there's nothing redeeming about it and all that shit i try to fight against that impulse because um you know i respect a lot of people's opinions and sometimes i end up finding good shows or you know like i didn't find westworld to be so far i got two episodes left but i didn't find it to be this a plus entertainment everybody was saying it was but it's still good you know what i mean it does it have to be a a plus plus for me to get through it you know like no i i like the show and it's it could be a b it could be a c and i'm still like oh this is a good show it was worthwhile you know yeah and also i i've came i've come to the conclusion and the realization that everybody watches shows for various different reasons Mm -hmm. some people watch shows because they really love and enjoy the shows and I'm going to keep it right now because of the age of social media. Some people watch shows because they don't want to be left out doing live tweets. Mm-hmm. Not because they really enjoy the genre. Not because they really like what's, come, what's happening. And then they come with these other opinions that I sometimes I don't always agree with. That I mm-hmm. think is irrelevant. But they watching the show too. Just like right. I am. Yeah. Anyway, I like this episode. So, mm-hmm. I uh, like this episode. Yeah. If you were worried about us not reviewing it, uh, I mean, this goes a long way towards me being like, okay, I'll stick around. Cause I watch a, I watch this show if I like 10 out of 16 episodes. Like, I'm good with that. Like, I know every episode's not gonna hit and there's gonna be some of those either filler or slash, uh, those bottleneck episodes where I think maybe you run out of the money with all these stunts and shit and then eventually you just have to do like oh, Michonne and Rick in the woods. You know right. what I mean? Um, uh, so yeah, anyway um but yeah thank you so much ashley and uh yeah don't worry don't worry about it man Mm -hmm. don't worry baby you know we not i know people get really concerned about their entertainment i'm Mm -hmm. not trying to shit on it i enjoy Mm -hmm. doing these recaps you know i wish people would understand that too like if i'm biased towards liking the show then that's because i'm biased towards an hour that me and karen spend together watching this show and and then talking about it and Mm -hmm. having an audience that uh loves discussing it with us i mean yes i I, if that if that if that makes me like the show more than you think it deserves to be liked then that's fine Mm -hmm. um walking dead buried me here oh what'd you say i'm sorry you ain't got to like it but you could shut the fuck up about me liking it yeah that's the worst you know and i always leave people alone when they say they hate it right, right that's the thing you know what when i mean when it comes to yeah. that i but i just i guess i'm the type of person where i respect people's but i'm not gonna say i respect i respect your right to love or hate a show yeah some of my favorite people don't fuck with my favorite shows and i'm cool with right, that right we they still, still my favorite right. people yeah they are um because right. um, um when the when the season first came back when uh when Glenn and A got killed, my girlfriend said she wasn't watching the show no more, and she was dead ass serious about it. she don't watch the show no more because she loved Glenn and he got killed. And like, I respect that. And hey, if she don't watch it, she don't watch it. She don't uh, talk shit about people that still watch it. She don't like try to hate on people that still watch it. She respect the fact that I still watch it and like it. You know, she just Glenn was one of her faves, and now that Glenn ain't done no more, she just don't watch it. And you know, it's fine. Yeah um all right uh mimi writes in hi rod and karen i absolutely enjoyed the hell out of this episode morgan snapped out of the sunken place shook off all that all lives matter bullshit and got and got back into this crazy killing zone yeah he wasn't saying that all lives are precious this week Mm -mm. uh however he was talking more like uh teddy right 
<laughs> however it was a good thing that carol was around to admit him into the violence rehab cottage to cool off before he got himself by ah! going got himself killed by going after the saviors alone this nigga actually thought he was about to do an impossible white man about with about with a stick and a knife you ain't john wick chill the f out and refocus man i wonder who, I, I ain't gonna lie several times in this episode i also wonder who was cutting his hair they got a barber up in uh up in up in up in uh kingdom kingdom got some clippers who the, who the nigga that think jerry nice with the clippers jerry it might be jerry it might be cause i can they, see cause, you know Ezekiel got dreads i can see jerry cutting some hair uh yeah <laughs> uh anywho i also wonder if there was someone actually creeping up behind morgan at the end we were sharpening a stick maybe that con- concubine of negan's oh sherry mm, sherry or maybe heath for real though where is he is he on the never end of search for some shea butter and coconut oil to help him twist the new growth on the top of his head anyway i digress <laughs> finally i really appreciate how the writers were able to bring to termination a couple of minor plot lines in order to simultaneously springboard crucial turning points for the more major characters i won't miss benjamin or richard but their lives and deaths help to drive the overarching story along and thus move the kingdom closer to sweet revenge fully anticipating the next, the last three episodes of the season thanks for the faithful recap each week yeah one thing about this show that i will have i, I think i give it i'll have to give it credit that uh some shows don't do and i think they may overdo it but they they definitely do it they definitely set up certain point plot, plot points so you can't say i this something came out of nowhere True. now sometimes it makes things a little too quote-unquote predictable yes um like i felt like jerry i felt like ben was the guy that he was going to die that was because he was being set up from a long way away as the one thing that would motivate everyone in the kingdom to fight you know so sweet. ezekiel uh feels responsible for his father's death he feels responsible for his brother and taking care of him he feels right. responsible for taking care of ben he calls him his ward he has he has uh morgan train him he takes training seriously he's always nice to people overly nice and friendly to people he interacts with carol carol as much as she you know is, is always mean uh towards kids and shit right she you know she actually had a bit of concern about his safety and shit mm-hmm. like he hit all the tropes of this when you kill this kid this is the no not him like he was like a, a kid in a vietnam movie talking about next week i go home and see my wife right. you know <laughs> she, she, said, she just had a baby yeah she said little girls got my eyes thank you sarge like he hit all the fucking tropes like, nope you're gonna be the first one to take a bullet so yeah it was obvious he was gonna die it was like even when they had that gun in richard's face i said okay so how does ben die because i just kept thinking it's gotta be ben it's ben you know what i mean and yes that could be tedious i can understand people being like fuck this shit why did it take so long to kill this nigga but they believe in that and they think i think they believe it's an emotional connection that will make you feel a sense of loss especially when they're kind of tricking the audience by killing new characters like if you think about it they're not killing characters that we've had for a long time or characters that they've built up they're killing that like we met richard like last year right we met um uh ben at the same time like they're not there this is a way around killing lenny james killing carol killing and that part of that means we got to build these people up for eight episodes before we kill them i don't know that it works all the time like i don't feel the connection that i did with these people but when you start off killing abraham and and fucking glenn 
you're gonna have people that are gonna feel a way about holding on to these characters for a while longer so um all right uh oh i thought richard was look i thought richard's from rob i thought richard was plotting but this plan here glad he got what he's looking for even if not it's not the way he thought it would come he deserved all of that i had hoped that the savers would have gone ahead and dealt with the long-haired dude though even they knew it went too far he got to pay one time for shiva chilling like a domesticated pet it breaks it cracks me up that everyone else responds the way any sane person would with fear mac hey let me tell you this mac what's funny you spell shiva which is s-h-i-v-a shiva s-h-e-b-a you're not the only one all the black people keep calling it shiva like it's shiva like oh, i thought was shiva yeah i think shiva may be like an indian demigod or something like that and people keep calling it shiva like the queen of shiva right black people <laughs> love some shiva boy i see y'all black people make it black uh uh miss smart writes in hey kate rod and esteemed guest ah! full disclosure i have never trusted jesus well we all knew you was a heathen miss smart i mean <laughs> trust you didn't we've heard the podcast uh exhibit one jesus must must think trading is the same as extortion because he has yet to lead them into any groups willing to trade with each other <laughs> remember when he broke into the grimes home in alexandria during that morning meeting with the town council jesus said they were all there were all these towns trading with each other then later he takes them to hilltop where the whole extortion situation is discussed yeah i think jesus was also supposed to introduce them to the kingdom uh but he probably wanted them to earn their way into the trust of hilltop right um but you know yeah jesus is a salesman i mean let's keep it real he he didn't tell them about their little negan problem Mm -mm. exhibit two if jesus is so knowledgeable about all the groups why didn't jesus tell rick and the crew about the junkyard dogs did jesus not know I don't think he knows. I don't think he group. knows about the junk to come. I don't think nobody knows. They had a fu- they had a fucking zombie and some damn gladiator gear. I don't think even Jesus knows about that shit. Although it would be wild if Jesus did know. If that was a running gag on the show, it's just everybody know Jesus. Yeah, he is omnipresent yeah. now. Right, the junk to just show up and be like, "Oh, him is here." I I don't know how they would say it. They would say it some stupid <laughs> way. Um exhibit three rosita or sasha said jesus drew a map of the outside of the savior's main campus yet he didn't draw a location map of all the alleged groups trading with each other jesus still can't be trusted i rest my case tps i'll see you i'll see you miss smart well you know what if jesus turns out to be the traitor if he turned out to be the feds you will be like the smartest person so miss smart got her third eye open mm-hmm ah she's woke we got one from notorious eve who says hi rod i mean hi queen and rod wait hi queen karen and rod sorry winky face so this was a great episode carol is back in formation and we only have a few more episodes left in the season things are getting tense wait what was the title of this oh okay alexandra carol's back in formation all right uh however i was feeling i was left feeling tense uh and scared for some of my faves i know this is going to be an unpopular opinion but morgan is one of my favorite characters on the show it is an unpopular opinion but you want to know something ev me and you on the same boat Mm -hmm. i like him i don't got the problems with morgan everybody else got i don't either they just want that nigga to be they just don't understand alcoholism man He, he got control issues you wake up and he gonna be choking judith to death he can't kill guys 
right they want him to be the hulk so bad but it's like he can't help himself y'all turn to the hulk he be turning on the avengers um ah! i really love the trajectory of his character his roller coaster of emotions his story with eastman and his trying to help carol and finding peace yeah i won't lie part of the reason i like morgan is also because i think lenny james is a fucking tremendous actor Come on, like he makes the shit that really a lot of characters would not be able to make work because the actors aren't good enough so intense he makes some of the silliest stupidest shit work on this show where i'm just like oh because he can act okay you know like when he uh like like his uh his voice when uh when uh when he gave his uh well i think you know they 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 both the same to me as mm-hmm. speech a couple of weeks ago with rick and them mm-hmm. yeah lenny james is a is a beast man i i, I just I do I, i'm always in awe of that dude i do understand people's frustration with the character not trying to yeah me, but it's but also because he's a good actor right you know what i mean Same like he, yeah it's purposeful that you would be frustrated shit everybody was frustrated with him last season you showed up being the one nigga that, that's a pacifist of course um anyway um <laughs> then one more thing like he got the blackest name ever lenny james right like nick and then when you see him be interviewed he's like well I, I thought that we should do that and i'm like damn how do you sound like that and then be on the show like all oh, lives are precious rick i'm like damn you can act bro that nigga, from, that nigga go from idris elba to blue from the temptation like that and it's like nigga how i see why sam jackson was mad but the nigga can act i'm sorry sam he can act i mean if I, what can i say man you won't say that to lenny um but yeah so um uh, she she goes on um i really love the trajectory of this character his roller coaster of emotions and his story with eastman and him is trying to help carol and find the peace he is easily the character i most empathize for uh so the fact that he is probably going to back uh going back to crazy morgan while that's while necessary makes me sad man i hope he don't go all the way back man but yeah i'm worried y'all i'm worried keep in mind morgan will have a lasting legacy on this show no matter how it goes because he made that jail cell and i'm telling y'all that jail cell is future thinking if you're bringing back society everything can't be the death penalty right like at some point everybody got to grow up and be like what do we do with people that don't act right it can't just be we out here just lynching everybody like it's the old west you know i think he 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 has some good thoughts but just once again when you're out he just goes overboard one way or the other man he's just he's addicted to the killing or he's addicted to not killing he just can't have it in the middle man Mm-mm. uh i'm pretty certain he was sharpening both of his staffs what are your thoughts of this shift i find it traffic tragic well i find it racist i don't want no spear chucker on the show okay oh lord yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh also do you think he's gonna make it to the end of the season i'm scared but I think he's heading to the zombie yard alongside Rosita. I can see him dying. I mean, he's a good actor. He could always get some work. But I hope they don't kill him. Uh, also, Lenny James is playing the hell out of this character. That scene where he calls Benjamin Dwayne, I almost lost it. Just my feelings. I know those. these are my sappy feelings. On a lighter note, oh, how I hate Jared. And Gavin are now is now on the list. Yeah, Jared is a bizarro Jesus. Uh, the list of fuck you forever uh they're on the list of fuck you forever right next to dwight uh because it's for still fuck all those guys for life peace and blessing to you both take care of notorious eve thank you thank you yep um i can't wait to see what the fuck happens at the kingdom by the way 
because I, I honestly have no idea um all right and lastly we got one from eve uh not the notoriously one uh who says ah! how how rod karen and jeremy queen carol is back and she's ready to fight soon rick and michonne won't be the only ones making sweet swirly love in the z-pock if king ezekiel has anything to do with it oh that's true she gonna be living over there maybe he, she can stay in his room maybe they can give her some more of that produce you know what i'm saying sound like when uh they was over there in that garden she already got her new adopted child mm-hmm uh jerry has fast become my favorite character dude was not able to about to have that leave that cobbler behind mm-hmm. and i think he's more into the kingdom role playing than even zeke is yeah he mm-hmm. is he got hit upside the head at the exact wrong time to say that shit ah do not right interrupt the king ouch <laughs> <laughs> i think he was probably a larper in real life before the z-pock and this is his dream come true i bet that, he was when that he stick was. to the head made him realize that everybody isn't in the cosplay <laughs> right for hitting my boo jerry like that those saviors have got to die slow painful deaths and i'm really going to need someone to pull at r kelly and piss on jerry's dead body Aww. what a Aww. piss what a piece of shit guy <laughs> yeah jared is a terrible guy uh i don't know that that's an r kelly i don't know if he pissed on any dead people but i'll, I'll allow it allegedly allegedly we don't know uh crazy morgan is back richard was was going to pulled an okie doke but morgan was not here for this bullshit mm-hmm. i guess morgan finally uh got out of the sunken place and finally realized that all lives matter kicky was on was bullshit yeah what y'all didn't see in that scene was one of the saviors had a phone it flashed and then he lost it ah. all that being said while this episode had entertaining moments it was very predictable right down to ben's death yeah i agree and, and it was funny though i know that didn't mean to when somebody bought up in chat it's like he died during the commercial break i was like oh okay even when ben got he shot we all knew he minutes. was as soon as they said it was ben i was like oh well then he dead like they went to that house i was like they they saved their time they like he just gonna die um uh so yeah um the, the, oh yeah all right i don't think the walking dead is losing fans because of the violence they're losing people because they're dragging this nigga story out way too long we agree on on that to some extent mm-hmm. um we were promised the uprising the second half but all we're getting are these little side missions we probably won't see any real action until the season finale so far this season we've seen negan's people bully everyone and it's triggering for a lot of people to see the group they're rooting for constantly be beaten down well i'll tell you what the last few episodes hasn't been like that so it's so it's weird to me because at first that's what i thought it was like oh people just can't handle these niggas showing up at alexandria every other week making the crew act like you know so scared but i'm thinking now it's more it's just more about the fact they drug it out and not enough shit is happening and not enough people are dying right um for lack of a better term just Mm -hmm. more people gotta die man people like you keep introducing these places some shit gotta pop off some shit gotta blow up or something anyway i think i, I think if they would have like did instead of having to jump the cons if we would have went to like oceanside for the guns i think it would have moved it quite along because if nick i mean knowing how oceanside is mm-hmm. somebody's gonna get shot yep so, somebody might die but you know i mean hey i'm not a writer but maybe it would have escalated quickly and we would have got to okay getting a plan and getting the guns quicker than you know this shit with um with with jadis and her uh, swoop bang and shit but you know yeah i mean last year last season i just remember in the second half of the season 
my the episodes i enjoyed the most were actually the episodes where they like did something that interacted with the saviors or killing the saviors and shit you know like Mm -hmm. you know the whether it was um the uh episode where they used a rocket launcher to blow up the motorcycles or whether it was when they snuck into that compound and killed everybody or even the one with carol and um um maggie you know like those were the episodes i liked the most and we're just having a lot less of those situations now where they're running into groups and and they're fighting those groups or they're killing people because i'd be cool with them killing people as well like it doesn't have to be one-sided where all my faves are dying i'd be cool with you know an episode that has rick and michonne roll up on some people and they got to kill them you know but it's just like none of that's happening right now um and it just feels i don't know slow to me um that being said i still enjoyed this episode a lot more than the last two um okay the loser people the dragon out this all right so far this season we've seen negan's people bully everyone it's triggering for a lot of people um okay there there have been some gems this season but this episode just fell flat for me and i'm ready for the battle to begin yeah i think i like this episode because of acting mostly yeah acting was excellent uh all right that's everything guys uh thank you so much check out jeremy's podcast on the cspn uh podcast uh i don't even know what to call it because if i say network i'm saying the coast of the podcast network network and that's not how it is okay uh the cspn channel why don't you guys check that out on uh everywhere you find uh podcasts check out crown and collars uh follow on twitter at blike underscore dante b-l-i-k-e underscore dante it'll be in the show notes mm-hmm. jeremy thank you so much for coming thank on bro you, baby thank y'all for having me and um i'll uh one day i gotta get on on the regular show so we can play the games and stuff absolutely man yeah. i got you we got you dog all right until next week i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.